It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And joining us to recap early signing day, the, the best in the biz, Jake Crane of the J-Boy huh. Show. How you doing, man? Oh, Zach, well, uh, I appreciate the intro, man. I'm doing good. And uh, yeah, you know, it's signing day is always crazy. You know, it's really the signing day now. You right. know, the, the other one is, is kind of more of a holdover and they may change that for it's said and done. But no, I appreciate you having me. Of course, man. Auburn, big picture. Uh, it's a big win, right? Yeah, it is. You know, uh, they, they filled some needs. I'm still very interested to see the offensive line because, look, the, the way you bridge the gap the fastest against Alabama and Georgia, you see what Texas A&M is doing. Uh, is up front. Uh, that's where the game's won and lost. You know, it's kind of what got, got Gus Malzahn. Uh, Eston Harris is a big pickup, uh, a guy that's a little raw but has the size and athleticism. He's going to be a really good player. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see how they do in the portal with offensive line. And, and the portal stays open. Uh, there's no real signing day for the portal. Right. But you do want to get him in before spring. So I think if you mix the signing class they had in high school – with what they can do in the portal, not only at the offensive line position, but but uh, you know at quarterback as well, then we'll have a pretty good gauge on how it went. So, what do you think Auburn fans will remember from Brian Harson's first signing day, or I guess early signing day, as you said, it's it's, uh, it's really what matters now. But yeah, first one, I mean, you got to score them pretty high, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think redemption is the word. Uh, you know, a lot of people questioned. Uh, whether it was in the media, you know, whether it's in the fan base, his ability to be able to, you know, in his first year without having relationships, you mm-hmm. know, get Auburn a pretty highly ranked class. Because that's another thing. The, a lot of these kids have been recruited by the same staff for two, three, even four years. Brian Harson hasn't had his staff together that long. So be able to finish the way they did uh, in this class to me shows you how good Zach Etheridge is, how good uh, Trevon Reed is, how good Darren Usher is you know, how good their staff is at being able to get guys to believe in the visions. Cause it, it wasn't like they went nine and three or, or 10 and two, you know, they, they know that there's still work there, but they were able to, to go all really across the country uh, and get guys, you know, all the way from Kansas to, to Nebraska, right. uh, obviously in the Southeast. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see, like I said, uh, when you mix it with the portal, how quickly this class, you know, can, can affect Auburn and, and help Auburn going into the next season. Jake, it seems like the story, that, or I guess the biggest story outside of them hiring an offensive coordinator, we'll get to that in a minute, but flipping linebacker Robert Woodyard from Alabama, it was kind of expected. A lot of the crystal balls in there were predicting an Auburn flip, but that has to send a statement, right, to some extent if you're Brian Harson in this team. Yeah, you know what, again, it, you, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. So sure. in a situation like Robert Woodyard, you have to look at the full picture. It's huge. It looks great from a PR standpoint. You're getting a really good player. And on the other end, you know, Alabama's not hurting. Uh, you wonder, you know, how how much communication there was with Alabama up to the end. But just getting that win, it's it's a it's a win and a win against Nick Saban. And at the end of the day, uh, you'll take it. Uh, and, and look, uh, I think what 
the message it sends is, and the message that Brian Harson has sent is, we're not afraid to, to go against the big dogs in recruiting. We're not afraid to, to try and, and get guys that are committed to other schools that have had a ton of success uh, lately and, and are one of the you know top upper echelon places to go right now. So I do, I do think it sends a message. So, you know, uh, again, it's it's being able to walk the walk after you talk the talk, and they did that. Right. You mentioned Javon Reed. I mean, he came onto the scene and was kind of the guy that they chose to elevate since they were down an on-field coach with the OC. They got him to to go with him, and, man, he was incredible. I mean, just the, the pull and the impact that they had on the state of Louisiana was pretty incredible for that short amount of time. It was, you know, I mean, Trevon's from there. Right. Uh, at the end of the day, he has a ton of credibility. He's a guy that went from Louisiana to Auburn. So he understands that. And, and he just did a great job. Him, you know, Zach Etheridge, as I mentioned, I mean, right. uh, those guys did an unbelievable job on the trail. Zach had his hand in a ton of kids getting committed to. So Adam Trevon was the perfect move. It was a good move by Brian Harson. It obviously paid off, uh, gets you some good players in and, and you mix that with the ability of the other guys on staff, because you recruit as a staff at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, so no, Trevon was a huge ad, and, and you could see it pay dividends. So it's always interesting. You know, fans get so excited about all these new players, but for the most part, it, it's at least a year or two before you see a lot of these dudes, unless they're really special. But as far as instant impact, what are you thinking? I mean, Auburn went JUCO here. I mean, they've got the number one JUCO corner, the number one JUCO safety, and... Perhaps, you know, just the number one JUCO player. Uh, we'll, we'll see what Inbaugh does next week. But um, who do you think is most likely to make a, an instant impact year one? Well, look, I'll tell you straight up. You don't sign JUCO guys to sit the bench. Yeah. Uh, it's like you don't, don't sign transfer portal guys to sit the bench. So they expect them to play. It shows you an area where they believe that they need to kind of snipe the roster. And what do I mean by that? Be able to pinpoint guys in there, you know, one at corner, one at safety, losing Roger. You know, you're looking at smoke. Uh, kind of across the board that, you know, they need good safety play. I know Donovan Kaufman's a young guy. Right. Uh, Ladarius Tennyson just went to Ole Miss. But, you know, when I look at the high school ranks, even though Auburn's loaded at running back, I think Damari Alston may have a chance to get some snaps. Really? I mean, he's, he's really special at running back. But, you know, a guy like Micah Riley-Ducker, uh, a big body. Uh, Auburn really hasn't had that matchup guy. You know, Landon King moved out to receiver as a big body receiver. So a guy like Micah Riley-Ducker, uh, Riley I think you'll see, have a chance to play early. Uh, you look on the defensive side of the ball with what Auburn's losing at linebacker. I wouldn't be surprised if Woodyard got some mm -hmm. snaps in there with, with, with where the roster is. Uh, but with them and the junior college guys, and, and look, Auburn to me, Holden Garner, I think is a great pickup. You know, the best thing you can do for a guy like that is give him a red shirt. Uh, but I think he has a chance to be really special down the road, really fits what Brian Harson uh, wants to do as well. So, um, you know, Eston Harris with linemen, you know, it's it's such a, a tough thing to do, being able to go and play the tackle position straight out of high school. Physically, do you athletically, think, do you, do you he think he's a tackle, it. Jake? Do you think he's a tackle at the college level? You know, I've read mixed reviews, right? I'd love to hear your he's thoughts. He's raw. If you watch him, even at the Alabama Mississippi All Star game, he's raw when he pass sets. Mm -hmm. he, he needs a ton of work to be able to pass set. Typically, it's it's easier to learn from inside out. You know, when you have a little protection around you first to kind of understand it. But the further you go out, the more athletic they get, the more on an island you are. So right. It's like playing corner. You're on the outside. So, uh, look, what Auburn needs at this point is just guys that can line up there and play. Uh, that's what they need. Uh, and guys that can develop young guys, you know, like an Eston Harris, like a Colby Smith from last year. Uh, so, you know, uh, again, there'll be some guys that play early. But I think you'll really see this class two, three years down the road make an impact. 
Jake Crane of the J-Boy Show, our guest today. We'll get Jake's thoughts on the offensive coordinator hire next right here on Locked on Auburn. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. You can go to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. That is netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. You listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. You listen to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Get three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line and a free 5G phone when you switch so you can get the latest sports news all on one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save Boost Mobile. Disclaimer, free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers and coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See boostmobile.com for details. Jake, if folks for some reason or another are not in tune to the J-Boy show, right. how, uh, how can they check you out? Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it. Uh, you go to YouTube. We're on the Volume YouTube channel. Uh, it's easy to find. We go live every weekday, uh, 2 to 3 Central, uh, talking everything college football from recruiting to schematics, uh, pretty much national now. We started out SEC, but uh, we're fortunate with uh, fortunate enough with the growth. Now we get people from everywhere. The Booster Club so is our cool. live chat. Uh, that's kind of our group, and it, it gets a little wild, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio as well, anywhere you get your podcasts, and it's always on there. You'll see it. We do a show about every day. Yeah. <laughs> no, y'all, you're all over the place. No, your ascension has been incredible. It's been fun to watch, uh, man. Well, I appreciate that, man. I'm trying to get like you, man. Oh, stop it. Stop it. But another ascension that's been incredible is Seattle quarterbacks coach to Auburn offensive coordinator. Austin Davis is the guy. He will be Brian Harson's second offensive coordinator during his time here at Auburn. This hire doesn't seem to fit a lot of what you see throughout the conference, Jake. What are your thoughts on uh, on this hire? Well, I think it tells you who's going to call plays. You know, we've been talking <laughs> about this. Right. I hinted at it uh, a little over a week ago that Austin Davis was a name to watch. Uh, they went through the whole process. Uh, look, Austin was a heck of a player at Southern Miss. Heck of a coach. Uh, very well respected in the coaching ranks as a young guy. Obviously, he's Russell Wilson's quarterback coach as a young guy. I think that tells you. And Pete Carroll just doesn't hire anybody. Sure. Uh, we always talk about how Saban and his coaching treat. Uh, Pete Carroll's got one, a forest as well of, of great yeah. coaches that he's hired. Uh, so, look, I think it tells you that Harson's going to call the plays. What I'm interested in is if it's going to be Austin Davis as the OC, and you may see a co-OC title for Eric Kiesel. That's what I'm interested to see if it goes that way. But I think it shows you. Ryan Harson's getting back in the saddle, and he's going to let that pony ride. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing as far you know. Brian Harson wants to win now, and he wants to put the pressure on himself, and he's cool calling his own number for that. I think well, it's my, great. my thing, Zach. Like my thing is, here's what I don't understand. Okay, like this as as a head coach, and I I I don't understand. Like if you're going to call it, like we had Hugh Freeze on our show a couple months ago. Okay, and he was like, "Look, I call the plays." He's like, "I'm the head coach." I'm the OC. Yeah. I'm going to call the plays. I feel like if you're like, all right, I'm either going to call the plays or I'm not. You're either a guy that's, that is always wanting to call the plays because you want to do it because you want it to be on you. So you're talking like, about I the mentality of it all. Types of people. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a bit like it. One is like, all right, I want to call like Spurrier calling it. Right. Like Hugh Freeze calling it. Lincoln Riley calling it. Sure. Cliff Kingsbury 
calling it. Like I can go down the list. Like it just the waffling back and forth just just we saw it with Gus. Not saying that this is the same situation, but I just don't know how you go from not calling it to calling it. And if you've been calling it and it's been working like it has for Brian Harson, you know, 69 and 19, or it, or you haven't been calling it and it's been working and you're 69 and 19. How do you go back and forth? I don't I, I just don't understand. Yeah, that. either you believe it's the best thing for your football yeah, team or it's that's not. That's not a little thing either. Like this isn't no. a hey, let's run this formation one time. You know, or hey, let's yeah. run a reverse. It's not a, a little thing. Right. You're playing the game. You're the one playing the game. Do you think uh do you think any of that had to do with terms set up when he was hired? No, I, I think maybe some of it had to do with with you know, getting a guy like Mike Bobo to be the OC to, you know, from a recruiting structural standpoint, I I don't know. I don't think it would be because if I'm Brian Harson, it's not like Brian Harson was like, hey, Auburn, I'm here to interview for the job. They're like, okay, but you can't call plays. Like, that's not how it went down. So right. I, I just, it always surprises me when I see like a head coach who's been calling the plays just be like, all right, you know what? It's been working. You call the plays. I just mm-hmm. don't understand. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Right. Uh, I think it's a reasonable question. As far as impact, though, do you think? Do you think Davis comes in and is able to install things? He's like, this is the offense I want. Or do you think this is Harson, where he's like, I really just want you to be a glorified quarterbacks coach here, and this is my offense now. No, and and look, everybody, and I always tell everybody this on the show. Like when it comes down to whether. You're calling plays. We always hear the term play call. You're the ones calling plays. And then the game plan. Everybody's coming up with the game plan. Yeah. But like it's, it's, so for me, I think Austin Davis is going to come in. He'll help call plays and he'll help put in the game plan. Cause even if you're a play caller, 99% of the time, you're not like, all right, not even asking anybody a question during the game on the headset. You're like, all right, hey, if it's if it's Brian Harson and Austin Davis is the OC, and then you got Keith on these other position coaches, you're like, hey, all right, it's a uh, third and six. Hey, Austin, what do you like here? You know, uh, what do you think? You're like, Coach, well, I like uh, uh, X match post 35 slide. Like, all right, well, let's let's run it. They're, they're in a look. I think they're going to get in a look that we know. Let's run it, whatever, whatever. So I think he's going to have input uh, on all of it. Um, but at the end of the day, Brian Harson will be the one that calls the majority of the plays. Mm-hmm. Sure. So saw a report earlier today that sounds like his first target is former USC quarterback Slovis. Uh, have, mm-hmm. you he- have you heard this? Yes. Uh, I may have been the one that told the per- person about this. Okay. Uh, look, they've been – Austin has a relationship with Keaton. Um, to me, I think Keaton's the best quarterback in the portal mm-hmm. that's available right now. Right. Um, you know, he can make all the throws. He's mobile. Now, he's not, you know, Michael Vick, but he's able to extend the play. He's able to throw the deep ball. He can throw the whole shot in between cover two. He can throw the far hash out, which are all NFL throws, and he has touch. That's the thing. Uh, so he, and he also has two years. That's a big deal too. So you need to bring in a veteran guy at quarterback to push TJ Finley. You know, Brian Harson's going to give him all a shot. That's what I respect about coach Harson. Yep. He's going to give him all a shot. Uh, but to me, if Slovis comes in, he's going to be the guy. What do you say to the Auburn fan? And there's a lot of them, Jake screaming D Davis, D Davis, give me everything about D Davis. Okay. Um, here's, here's what I would say. Okay. I think D Davis has a chance to be really good. I mean, I, you know, I call him thick Marshall. I mean, I, I think he has a chance to be that. really yeah. good, but the odds of somebody coming in and playing well that, that did not redshirted, So has experience, you know, gotten his body better and, and stuff like that. Went through a year in the throwing program. 
who you have not seen playing against guys like Georgia and Alabama and LSU, there will be bumps along the ride. So if you're willing to say, all right, if you're on the D Davis train without ever having to see him, you need to understand that there will be bumps in the road. So you can't be, oh, I'm all D Davis, I'm all D Davis. And then when something bad happens, be like, oh, well, you know, we did this, that, and the other. So as long as you can take the bad with the good, I mean, believe what you want. And I think he'll get a fair shake. And if he's the best one, then Coach Harson will play him. I firmly believe that. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. How do you juggle, let's assume Auburn gets a transfer quarterback, which I think is a safe assumption. How do you juggle four guys starting for one quarterback job? Well, you that's know, a lot of reps. Iron sharpens iron. Uh, you know, competition, again, at the end of the day, you know, what, what do the best teams have? They have competition. Why does it seem but like if there's four of them down for Georgia or Alabama, you know, somebody steps right back up. You know, there's a really good player right behind them. Yeah. Well, why do you think when guys, you know, aren't playing well, like a Billingsley at Alabama, you can sit them because you got another five-star behind them that's so talented and so hungry. That guy knows he better play good to stay. People always ask me, how do all these elite, these three to four elite teams, they always look like they're playing hard. You want to know why? Because regardless of how good they are, outside of the the elite of the elite, outside of the elite of the elite, they are worried to death that that five-star freshman is going to take their spot. So competition's good. Compete. Well, I, I get that. three guys you can trust and have a dog in the one spot and the two spot and one you don't feel too bad about in the third. So, again, it's almost nowadays like having a bullpen. But the logistics of, I mean, in spring – and in fall, you only get so many reps. I mean, it, yep. it, I mean that. But again, in a game, you only get so many reps. So you get a lot more reps in spring practice than you get in the game. Sure. So it's really training yourself. Listen, when I go in, I better take advantage of the moment because guess what? When you're playing Texas A&M and you're down seven with with three minutes to go and you got to drive them, well, you don't have a, a, any any chances to mess up. So it's. It's training yourself, and obviously you try and find the most efficient way. You try and balance out the reps as much as possible. But when it is your number called, you have to perform, and you have to do it over and over and over and over again. Will you be perfect? No, but whoever gets the closest gets the bag. Right. Jake Crane of the J-Boy Show, our guest today. When we come back, I want to get Jake's thoughts on Brian Harson's messaging going into signing day. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props and odds and lines than ever before as football season continues. It's March to the playoffs for NFL, and of course, bowl season is now here for college. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports action this season. Head to betonline.ag's new and updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. Betonline.ag, where the game starts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. All right, Jake, something that I saw and something that I loved from Auburn's social media team, and they had all this stuff taped beforehand, and they did a ton of really, you know, the the, the motivational get-you-fired-up videos. Uh, they did it the night before, then they did it throughout, you know, early signing period. And then also 
Harson was going up on a podium and, you know, they were putting it behind the NFL draft music. Every bit of messaging that I saw included two things from Brian Harson and this staff. Talking about winning, obviously, and then the NFL draft. All of it. Every bit of media that they put out, he tied to the NFL draft. Previous regime was all about Auburn family, family this, come be a part of something bigger than yourself. This is win and NFL draft. Those are the two things he talked about in every bit of messaging that I saw, and that, to me, is a big stinking deal. Yeah, look, it just goes to show you that recruiting is so much different than it used to be. Yeah. You know, in old recruiting, you'd be like, well, I'm from here, or my dad went here, or, or you know, you had this nostalgia for it. Now it's a business decision. Right. Like, a lot of that stuff doesn't matter anymore. Because these parents, and are number one, a lot of parents, most of the parents think their kids are going to the NFL, especially if they're getting recruited by these schools. Sure. They pretty right. much made their mind up that they're going to the NFL. So, basically, it's the same decision. Well, if you want to be a great lawyer, it probably wouldn't be a bad idea to go to Columbia Law. Or if you want to be a journalist, you probably really would set yourself up in a great position if you went to Northwestern. So if you look, what these coaches are doing are saying, listen, you want to come here, play at the highest level, you can graduate in three years, and you can get drafted in three years and change your life and your whole family's life. You want to know why? Because look at the precedent. Look at the way we operate. It's all about the PR wing of a college football program is massive, especially nowadays with social media right. and TikTok and all this stuff going on. So you have to present it as professionally and funneled toward what is the biggest pitch that there is, is that I can get you to the next level. I can provide help, help you provide your family security. Because a lot of these guys, that's who everybody's dependent on back home. Yeah. So it's if if you are getting dependent on, and it's not like this in every case, it's just a smart business decision. If you are getting dependent on back home and you had everything riding on it, on you, you had to be the guy. And, you know, NIL deals are great, but the money you make in the NFL is way more than NIL deal. Mm -hmm. So you're sitting there thinking, what is the best choice that I can make to make sure that I come through for everybody? That I actually do what everybody thinks I can do. That I, to take advantage of this. Well, you're probably going to go to the place that puts you in the best position. What have been those places? Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. And outside of that, it's been kind of a revolving door mm -hmm. when it comes to recruiting. Clemson's been really good lately as well. So to me, it's the right messaging, and it shows you they understand. Because you got to go meet people where they're at. Right. right? Not where they're going. you got to meet them where they're at. Like, and that's what I think Brian Harson did. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, decisions like that are extremely intentional. It's not like it just happened to yeah. be, you know, oh, yeah, let's show more clips of Derrick Brown than we have been doing. Or, you know, you know, let's, let's show every bit of, you know, our three Heisman winners, you know, every bit. Is, but, like, it, it's been, it's so much more of it. You know, and D Ford, I think, made one. And it's like, Auburn hadn't used D Ford in a promo video in forever. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why. I mean, he, he was a first-round pick. But that, to me, was just a, a statement. Auburn and Brian Harson to me, made a statement before kids sent in any bit of, you know, NL, NLI stuff on, uh, on, on Wednesday. To me, he made a statement that he is changing what the pitch to come to Auburn is. And I think that should really fire fans up. It should. It just shows you he's in touch. 
Yeah. You know, you want to ride the wave, you got to catch the wave. And that's what Auburn's been doing. And I think their video crew has done a great job as well. Yep, absolutely, bud. Uh, as far as how Auburn stacked up uh, recruiting-wise against the rest of the SEC, um, how do you how do you think they did? Because, I mean, that was a big storyline all, uh, all Look, season, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> when you got, I mean, really, yeah, I could say, you know, 14 out of the 16, but but 12 out of the 14 SEC teams in the top 25. And I may be wrong. It may be more than that, or, or it may have changed. I know Florida right. got some big uh, commits late. You know, anytime you can finish up towards the top of the SEC, you know you had a stellar class. Now, again, you know, and and I, you know, you can look at stars, and and that makes sense most of the time, especially with the five stars and and high four stars. But if you're an Auburn fan, you want to see the linemen. You know what? What's the old time? Where's the beef? Like that's that's what you want to see, and I think yeah. you're going to see it in the portal. And until we're able to see that, I won't be able. I, I wouldn't be able if I was an Auburn fan to be like, you know what? I think we have a real good chance next year. Now, if right. they attack the portal the way I think they will with the offensive lineman and add some depth and quality depth and guys that can come in and help, then I think Auburn has a chance, and then we'll see what happens at the quarterback position. Based on everyone I've talked to, Jake, I see the plan in place for every position group but offensive line, specifically tackle. I, I don't see how they're getting tackles on campus. A, a, am I off on this? No, I mean, look, that's that's the race. The, the race is up front. Yeah, because you know, Auburn's not the only out. Auburn's not the only SEC team that's like tackles away from being good. No, like, but again, that's that's the thing. Like, like at the end of the day, the teams that have the best offensive tackles and the best pass rushers and a capable quarterback have the best chance to win. Right. Like that's that's just that's part of it. That's it. Yeah. So until you're able to, and you're not going to win all of them. Like, like with these big time tackles, you're not. You just got to win a couple of them. Right. You've got to be good enough until you have your chance to move yourself up. What do you think AM's doing right now? They're signing all Jimbo said, give me all the linemen. Like that's the difference. That to not only win one game, but to survive through the SEC the whole season. Right. That's where the SEC gets you. That's what a lot of these Texas and Oklahoma fans don't understand. It's not the one game versus Bama. It's having to play Arkansas and Kentucky and LSU and Tennessee now that's hotter than Hansel at the Male Model Award. So it's just having to go through that gauntlet is just tough. Right. Jake, thank you for stopping by on the, the busiest day of the year. It means a ton. Once again, how can folks follow you, support you, all that good stuff? Definitely. Well, you can find us on social media at The J-Boy Show on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we're on YouTube. It's the volume YouTube channel. It's The J-Boy Show. Easy to find. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that jazz. ZB, it's always great to talk to you, my friend. I uh, hope the family's doing well. And uh, anytime you need me, just holler, my friend. Hey, right back at you, bud. Thank you so much. Hey, we'll right, wrap Zach, up our, uh, our week together tomorrow right here on Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.